Life can throw a lot at you. But imagine if your life were different, better, not because of what's coming at you, but because of what's coming from you. Let's get there together. Join us and imagine yourself. Inhale deeply. Exhale. What? I am Lene. Lene, you're going to have to <laughs> give me like a standard imagine yourself intro here because I'm a little bit confused because you look like you're doing yoga over there. <laughs> yes, I'm just so relaxed. I just want to say welcome all to imagine yourself. <laughs> Untangle yourself from the lotus position there yes. and uh, put your headphones on. Yes. Because we are going to imagine ourselves, I know, relaxed, right? Relaxed and recharged and rejuvenated. Because this morning I was telling my daughter all about this and she's like, ooh, I need that. And your daughter's a college student. Exactly. So from college on up to retirees, there is a deficit in relaxation and recharging. I think so. I think everybody who even has a speck of stress could use this episode today. Yeah. And I don't know anybody who doesn't have at least a speck and probably more like a big blob. <laughs> and, and if they don't have one, maybe they need to help us. Yeah. We actually kind of wanted to concentrate on relaxation because, Sandy, it's almost the end of summer. And pretty soon, everybody's going to be in high gear, getting ready for fall and lots of people getting ready for back to school season. So we thought this would be the perfect opportunity to take time out, get ourselves centered and rejuvenated. Because before you know it, it's going to be Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and everybody will be all hectic. But at least if we take a little moment now. Yes, it might be better. And whenever anybody is listening to this, there's always stress. So we're recording this in late August. Take it to wherever you need to take it. And I think stress is a year-round kind of activity. Why is it, though, that we get so stressed out, you think? It is because we are of a culture that has us running that never-ending marathon on a treadmill that never stops. And we've all talked about the hamster wheel correlation, but everything just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. And you don't want to feel like you're missing out on a thing. I just saw too a survey that said three quarters of us often have days where we don't get any downtime or relaxation. So from sun up, hit the ground, all the way till you hit the head in the pillow. That's not the way it's meant to be. And I feel like that's not the most productive way we can get caught up into it. I know that we did an episode on being beautifully balanced. We did another one on not buying into that more, more, more mentality. And I think that we want to today promote less, pull it back for your own good. We are going to write everyone a little prescription called relaxatussin. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Just like robitussin, <laughs> but relaxatussin. And we're telling you, it's okay. We give you well-deserved permission to sit and relax more often. And we won't judge you and we won't shame you because it's not a shameful thing. It's good for you, right? It's good for your body. It's good for your mind. It's good for your productivity. It may seem like on a practical level or logical level that when you take time out or away, then that's taking minutes that could be used towards productivity. Yeah. But what actually happens is you have the benefits that will give you the longevity that you need as far as health, as far as, and again, productivity too, because who can work properly when you're not even healthy or you're laid up in the hospital because you, you know, right, high of course. blood pressure, heart disease, all these things, inflammation in the body, muscles tighten, all this stuff happens when you're stressed. 
Okay. Along with, of course, the ability to lose weight. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. There's that thing too, the yeah. cortisol or yes, whatever. That holds on to it. And that's another one too, where you were talking about people not getting enough downtime. But what about not getting enough sleep at night also? That falls into the same thing. But we're also talking about resting from the mental stimulation, from things that invade our bandwidth. And I think that with our devices in our hands constantly, and I mean, you can't even stand in a grocery store line without wanting to pick up your phone and occupy that two minutes that you might be standing there with maybe a little story from your Facebook feed or yeah. responding to a comment on Twitter or, you know, whatever it is you're doing, you're filling every single moment. And I love audiobooks and everything like that. And I love podcasting, but there's sometimes where maybe even you need to turn all of that off and just have silence to collect yes. your thoughts. There is a special aspect of silence that allows for creative thoughts to happen, allows for restoration to occur. And we do need to consider training ourselves to not have to fill every single second. And statistics do show how people will check their phone, even if there wasn't an alert. Because right. it used to be, I think, that we would only check the phone if it was actively ringing or dinging or, or something like well, that. Well, back to before check. social media, and yeah. uh, now it's completely different. I mean, I've tried turning off almost all of my no notifications. And I would recommend that people turn off as many notifications as possible because it does decrease it. Yeah. But yeah, I will. If I cannot stand in the grocery store line and not pull out my phone and see what's happening because God forbid that I stand there for five seconds in quiet contemplation mode or talking hello to That's the guy true, behind me, like, you know, yeah. like because we talked about that last episode with loneliness, just kind of saying hello to people and getting to interact with your world and your world doesn't have to be a device at all, like just natural interaction. I was reading some other things, too, about how overstimulation, kind of like you were saying, not just has its own issues with attention, but overstimulation stresses and prematurely ages the brain. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I really want us to concentrate on that aspect, too. So you're talking about a lot of long-term things, which are huge. You're talking about blood pressure. You're talking about stress and affecting the weight. You're talking about aging the brain. But even on a daily, it drains your energy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I've been watching this show on Netflix. It's a game show, and it's called Awake, the Million Dollar Game. The game show contestants are required to stay awake for 24 hours straight counting quarters. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. I know that sounds great. It's okay. But they have to try And you're to... watching this on TV. You're watching the little snippets and the little pieces in between and how they're trying to keep themselves awake. <laughs> but, but that's just the first part. So you don't really see that whole chunk, but you get to see the real effects when they go to do or ordinary activities. They have to compete. Things that should be normal, should be easy. And oh my gosh, they are struggling because yeah. they're so sleep deprived. They can't think straight. Their hand-eye coordination is off. Their productivity is off. And that's the part, like I keep saying, I want to give permission for us to step back because your productivity is in jeopardy. Your productivity is better if you take the time to rest and pull away a bit. You're right. It seems counterintuitive. We should feel like, hey, I can just push through and do all these things and multitask and be about everything. But no, your body needs to rest and your brain needs to rest or it'll do Those, just what you oh said. Oh my gosh. I like this little show. I guess I'm promoting it, but it's called Awake <laughs> and it's just really cute because you get to see these people and it's for a million dollars. 
And I'm guessing there is no chance that Netflix has to worry about this million dollars because these people. <laughs> oh, because what do they have to do for the million? They have to do harder and harder activities. The funny part is the show will tell you what a regular person who got enough rest and sleep, how they performed at that versus how these folks perform. And it's just off the charts different. Wow. Again, it reinforces the idea that we must take time to rest. Yeah. And again, that give yourselves permission. It's not any real life hack or anything like that to it. It's just understanding that wouldn't it be better to have a recharged battery than to have a battery that went all day and just died out and yeah. has nothing left? Well, think of your phone. Okay, so you're 100% in the morning and maybe you have to charge it at some point over lunch or you're driving and you plug it in. One thing you don't want to see is that under 20%. Well, exactly. think about yourself being not only under 20%, some people are like a 1%. Yes. And they got that warning. You know how you get that warning where things start beeping? And this can happen with hunger, too. When you're overly hungry or overly tired and you get hangry and, <laughs> and that Snickers bar commercial where people just start totally turning into other folks, that is an indicator that we're just doing too much and we need to pull it back. I really do think, like you said, even with the phone, sometimes it's acting all wonky. It's all out of whack. And you have to turn it turn off. it off and turn it on. And then, <laughs> but you have to wait. You have to turn it off, wait a few minutes and then turn it back on. And that's what I think we have to do with ourselves. We have to be like a phone or a computer. We have to restart. Yeah. <laughs> restart altogether. I have this quote by this wonderful woman. I love her. She's an author and speaker. Her name is Lisa Turkhurst. And her little quote was, a depleted girl can quickly become a defeated girl. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and especially when she lets her emotions dictate her reactions. And I know for a fact, I become a very different person when I am tired, worn out, sleep deprived, overwhelmed, overdoing it. My husband always threatens that he is going to take a video camera and show everybody what a beast I am when I don't get any sleep. <laughs> oh, well, I think we should do that and put it on the website as yeah, an example it. of what not to do. <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube, absolutely. Get, we'll get a ton of hits off of that. Another great author, Maya Angelou, said something kind of similar. She said, each person deserves a day away in which no problems are confronted, no solutions are searched for. Each of us needs to withdraw from the cares which will not withdraw from us. So... A day away is great, and we can talk about that, and we can talk about downtime for a day, we can talk about vacations, but sometimes we don't have a vacation, Yeah. especially when you've got a million things going on in your life, with your family, with your job. What can we do maybe to take a chunk out of our day? I do a feature on The Breeze on the radio station called Stress Busting Tips, and I've come up with a bunch of these little things that I've found. Everything from coloring is yes. a stress reliever, okay. um, grabbing your kid's coloring book, or they even make coloring books for grownups where you can actually order them. And it's just art therapy. Or if you can legitimately draw, do that. But for I, me, I'm just going to color. And see, I like even calling it that art therapy. And you can do that side by side with your kids. Too. Yeah. Everybody just kind of slows it down, quiets it down. Yeah. And it's still going back to the basics, right? But have that non-distraction time. And it doesn't have to be long. No, not at all. And that's the thing. You're not really mentally concentrating on anything except maybe coloring in the lines. I might try that. that, Sandy. <laughs> well, let's go out and get some coloring books. And here's another kid thing that you can do. Go and sit on a swing. Like if you yes. go to the park with your kids or 
you go to a park just as a grown-up, I guess, is make sure you're not pushing any kids' time off the swing. Wait a minute, it's my turn. <laughs> but um, yeah, go swinging or even just little things like visualization, taking a moment to think about your favorite place in the world, like a great vacation or just even thinking about the ocean or just downtime for a couple of minutes even, or I'm going to incorporate the phone in this one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, but you got to make sure that you don't check Facebook after this. Exactly. Pick up your phone and start looking at pictures of your family or a great vacation that you had or oh, yeah. pets, you know. Going back through your own photo album, your, yeah. your own personal Just one. flip through some photos that you love. Now that's kind of like that thing that you said, not everybody has the time or the finances to take a vacation exactly when they want to take a vacation, but that's almost like a little memory vacation mm -hmm. right there. Or like you said, with the visualizing places that you haven't been before, it is a form of getting away. It is. And of course, we want to say that you need actual time for vacation yeah, as well, whether yeah. it's going someplace or not. I'm not advocating that we never take vacations. I'm just saying when we can't do it, sometimes there are things that we can do in the middle. Because Southwest Airlines always reminds us want to get we, away. We do want to get away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But now what about this? I think that we're speaking of vacations. I have two components because the first component is maybe consider your next vacation targeting relaxing vacations versus those go, go, go activity-based oh, ones. Oh, yeah. You know? Because vacations can be just as stressful. If you're not careful. Between planning it and like rounding up the kids and doing this and doing that yes. and don't forget to pack this. Yeah. Well, my kids, every once in a while, they'd say that vacay Lene comes out. <laughs> okay. Uh -oh, okay. They love vacay Lene because regular Lene, even on vacation, is still very detailed and planned and what we're going to do. And we wake up this and we do that. But vacay Lene is fun and spontaneous, doesn't plan every detail. So vacay Lene needs to come out a little more often in order to have a relaxing, happy vacation. But how often does she actually really come out? It kind of depends on the mindset. When you go on vacation, it's almost like when you do other things. The concept of being intentional is yeah. very popular now. Be intentional about making sure it's a relaxing vacation. To be fair, sometimes you're going to a wedding and you know you're going to be around a lot of people and you've got to dress up and do things. Other times you're going to go mountain biking or hiking, things like that. And that's going to be activity based. But sometimes you want to plan one that has no rules, no time limits, no pressure. Yeah. And that's when Vacay Lene comes out. And for the record, I think I would like Vacay Lene better too. So you've got the unplanned aspect of the vacation. And I've also heard people recommend like a short vacation and you can combine that with a whole unplanned thing. You could make it an impromptu three-day weekend. They say just getting out of your normal routine and getting out of the normal surroundings that you have. Okay, so we're in the Detroit area. I know you're from Cleveland, but Cleveland to me is a vacation and they've got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah. and the house from, um, what's that Christmas movie? A Christmas Story. Yeah. I love the downtown and everything. So to me, that's like a really cool little getaway. And like, it's only like two and a half hours away. So think about that maybe from where you are, you know, what's a little vacation that you can just kind of get away from your at where you're at. And also, I think that mentally that kind of makes you fall in love with yourself or fall in love with your spouse or fall in love with your life again. Because if we're not careful, we get in that cycle of wake up, get showered, get dressed, go to work, come home, get on your phone, 
go to sleep and do that whole process over and over again. Yeah. Wouldn't it be a pitiful shame if we were given this life and we just worked constantly and we made money and we paid bills and we got things completed, but we never got to enjoy any of the fruits of our labor and we just wilted away from exhaustion and had unused potential because we never took time to step back and enjoy and even evaluate. Sometimes when you step back from things, you can see where you can tweak areas of your life mm -hmm. and make things better. You can be a better spouse, a better parent, a better child, a better friend, a better worker, a better citizen. All of these things actually sometimes happen because a person stepped back for a moment. Yeah. When you're in the thick of things, how can you properly evaluate it? You're just busy worrying about your next item on your to-do list or the next fire you need to put out or the next appointment you have to get to. Yeah. And okay, so that's life, yeah. a lot of it. You gotta if you're, watch your perspective. Absolutely, some of the best ideas that I've ever come up with have been when I'm just taking a walk, not listening to anything. Silence. Yeah, and this blogger, it looks like she's a PhD and she has a website, ruralwomenstories.com. I was just doing a Google search on some resting and relaxation. And she was talking about why we don't have silence. She says, maybe we stay overly engaged with activities, both physical and mental, because we don't want to connect with others. Perhaps we don't like our own company and want a constant diversion, or maybe it's just habit, one we have nurtured and endorsed. And that's from Jennifer Goebel. We've kind of touched on some of these other things in our other podcasts on loneliness. You know, yeah. we, we get wrapped up in our devices or We're whatever. More connected to them than we are to other humans. <laughs> yeah, or just wrapped up in our own stuff. And then that causes a disconnect between us and others. Perhaps we don't like our own company. That's kind of interesting. That's the one that stood out to me. My dad is always a proponent of, I'm going to be my own best friend. Or when he's sitting in a room by himself, he's like, I'm with my very best friends right I now. I love that. that. I love your dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and don't sweat the small stuff. Everything is small stuff. That's a cliche. But he tries to live by it. And he definitely does. You will just hear him sometimes chuckling a little bit. And I guess he's told himself a joke. <laughs> <laughs> he's not just, okay, so he's not just laughing at his own jokes that he says out loud. He's telling himself a joke in his head in his and head. laughing. Because nobody else is in that room. And there's no TV on. And, and he's, he's just laughing. He's not a big phone person. And he's chuckling. Well, hey, nothing wrong with a good Having a beer with himself. <laughs> it just, I, we really got to think about that. And that's what I was saying, too, about that different perspective. Sometimes you forget how fun you are. Sandy, you, know, you remember how fun you are? Well, sometimes I like to laugh at myself when I do stupid things. That's fine, too. Stupid things, fun things. But I've never told myself a joke things. to myself. You, you, I'm going to try that. Try that. <laughs> That'll get you back on, on the path. But so your dad was a big proponent, you said, of being comfortable with yourself. But do you yes. think it's a problem that we try to get away from ourselves a little bit or we're not comfortable with our own thoughts? And that's why we have to constantly go on social media or watch TV. For some people, that may be the case. But in other cases, Sandy, I bet it's not even that deep. I bet it's even just to the point where we have gotten desensitized or so used to getting on an escape method that we've forgotten how important it is to sit with ourselves. Yeah, just, more like habit. Like that's the other habit. thing she said. Yeah. yeah, I'm a prime example of that with 
I can be distracted by one thing. And I've talked about this before on my phone, I get an alert for one thing and then I'm down another rabbit hole yes. on Twitter or something that I didn't even mean to pick up. And that is just something that we are suffering with. That may be the new normal. And I don't like to say that. I mean, of course, we can always try to buck the system and change, at least within ourselves. That's the whole purpose of this podcast is to focus on some of the things that we are doing that maybe we don't need to just go along with the flow and go with the rest of the crowd on that angle. And we may become very special individuals by not going that route. Yeah. I'm almost wondering if we should have like a new segment on the show called, have you heard about this? Because <laughs> I I like there's, just, there's so many like fellow humans and news stories or celebrities, and they have these great examples of how to do things or not to do things in life. I just feel like it can be very helpful to us because I was looking around and I found a great example that should be inspiring, especially for those of us who have a creative dream that really needs to see the light of day. It incorporates all those elements of taking time out and taking silence and things like that. And it's from J.K. Rowling, the author Harry of the Potter. Harry Potter Dynasty. Yeah, that the whole book series. She kind of had to take a different route. It's not like she just totally quit her job and just shut herself in a room and just began to write those books. But she did notice that she wasn't getting very far. She'd gotten like three chapters done total and was at a standstill. So she ended up moving to Portugal and she became a teacher for three years where she would teach English as a foreign language in Portugal. Hmm. So that was what was paying the bills, right? But it was also not the most demanding job. So it was relaxing enough and gave enough time in the evenings to allow her time to write and create that world of Harry Potter. And it also because it gave her a different perspective and a different change of view. She was inspired by the culture and the history and the beauty of Portugal itself as she began framing the setting of the stories. And all of that imagination, the whole Harry Potter world, it's an industry. Yes. But think when you say the word imagination, it grew. She built it out of her head, looking at her surroundings. And I just think that, again, if she had not taken that time out and away and to do something different, she wouldn't have that. Such a great story and a great reminder about how valuable downtime can be. There's some people who say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And I just, mm. I can't buy into that because I'm starting to think that those are the people who might find out that that happens sooner than they would have Rather anticipated. Than yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. And like you mentioned, with looking at beauty, I've been reading this amazing, very short book called Seed Folks. It's a fictional book, but it was inspired by an article that explained that the ancient Egyptians would prescribe walking through a garden to cure madness. Excuse me? Yes. Okay. How do you like that? I love that. And that's the part where you'd go back to basics, right? And some of the stress busters that you were mentioning before, getting outside, getting that fresh air, taking a walk, or in this case, walking through a garden to cure madness. And there was a recent study from U of M and they actually called it a nature pill. And <laughs> it was, I think they had like specifications where it needed to be for like 15 or 20 minutes. You couldn't exercise, you could walk, but you couldn't strenuously exercise or you could sit, but you couldn't be on your phone. And it had to be just someplace in nature. Yes. And that was the nature pill. That sounds exactly what you're talking about. See, I'm thinking even if you take nothing else away from today, you at least 
remind yourself about how important the beauty of nature is and how we are humans that come from nature and we need to be out in nature. Even for those from a religious perspective, the Sabbath day, Sunday, or in some cases, Saturday, that is the day that you are supposed to unwind and be with family and be with God and be with yourself and your spirit and revitalize yourself. Mm -hmm. And that is something that maybe we take for granted nowadays because you do have the television doesn't turn off at midnight like it used to. And everything is open every day of the week. And that's right. Back in the day, things were different. Exactly. And there's always ways to receive mail and email and everything. But Sabbath is meant to help humans re-up. (laughs) re-up and redo every once in a while I'm able to practice what I'm preaching over here (laughs) and you know and my family will take a weekend or just a Sunday and we really will use it as it's meant to be used and we'll enjoy the outdoors or we'll eat dinner slowly (laughs) instead of just scruffing it down and watching our tv or cell phone while we do it we talk to each other we have a little family prayer circle time we laugh together we call and check in on grandma and family members and we have nothing that we're supposed to do we have no obligations for that day and we always feel so great and so restored on that monday sometimes we even really take it to the next level and especially like maybe over Thanksgiving break where you get that whole Thursday off, Friday off, stuff like that. We say we're going within. And all my little friends are like, what are you talking about? I said, oh, I'm sorry, we can't do anything with you that weekend because we're going within. It's like, where are you going? (laughs) Within? (laughs) Within. And that's that part where we're going to, especially when it's cold here in Michigan sometimes, we're going to stay in and we're going to be grateful for our lives and ourselves and we're not going to let anyone take that piece away from us or take us away from just spending family time together. I love that. Yeah, That sounds like it's good for yourself and it's good for your family relationships as well. Good for the body, good for the mind, good for the soul, good for the family, good for the marriage, good for all of it. You know, the way you see yourself. And like you said, it does start to make you realize that you are your own good company. Also, you don't need so much external stuff to make you happy. My mom called it a personal peace day. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Is it takeaway time? I'm going to close with a quote before I hand it to you for takeaways. It's from Ralph Waldo Emerson. The first wealth is health. We all need to work. But if that is put over our health, our mental health and our spiritual health and our physical health, all of which stress will mess with, then what do we have left? I want all of you listening to help us post on Imagine Yourself Podcast Facebook page or even on Imagine Yourself Podcast website or on Twitter or somehow, please let us know how you relax, how you recharge, how it ends up benefiting you. When was the last time you did something relaxing and wonderful? But just share with us. So that we can pass along the tips to others. Yeah. And our email address is imagineyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're forgetting all this stuff, all you need to really remember is our website. And it's got links to all of our social networks, our email, really everything on there. We just want to get some connection here because we need fresh ideas ourselves. And the more we talk about it, the more we start to lift up and, and get better. And please don't let summer slip by without taking these chances that you do have, especially when you live in cold areas, 
to be outside, you know, on your way driving home from work, roll down the windows and let mm. that fresh air sing at the top of your lungs, passionately look crazy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, or mark on your calendar, put it on your phone schedule <laughs> to uh, schedule a relaxing bubble bath or listen to a calm app or breathe app or 10% happier meditation app to just kind of get yourself down and breathe. Go outside, sit under a tree, do old school stuff. Just let the breeze catch you because we get this one life to savor. We get this one life to live. And before fall starts and before winter starts and before back to school starts, let's get ourselves right. All right. So imagine yourself blissfully, peacefully, deliciously relaxed. Thanks for listening. Now we'd like to hear from you. Got an idea for the show? Want to share your story or just say hello? Make sure you connect with us. You can do that at imagineyourselfpodcast.com. And we'll talk to you again next time when we have something new to imagine.